probably one of the hardest things I share with people in my coaching, which is is quite direct because I have to honor what I hear because it lines up with how people are processing you in the subconscious, is when I have to tell people that they're going to have to let go of control, that they have some control issues and it's coming out in their voice. That's a hard one that I have to deliver almost daily because we all want to believe we can control the outcome. Well, that, my friends, is an illusion. And that's what I'm going to be breaking down for you today. All about control. I think you're going to like this episode or maybe not, but I know you'll benefit from it. So don't miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you with me today as always. And I've got a great episode for you that you are not going to want to (laughs) hear. Doesn't sound great, does it? Today I'm going to be talking about trying to control. So you really want to hear it, but you might not want to hear it, but it's going to be a great episode. Quickly, I want to tell you, please join me for my first live online event the Selling Through Voice show that's coming up August 29th and 30th. I've got that sign-up link in the show notes, but you can go to sellingthroughvoiceshow.com forward slash opt-in, O-P-T-I-N dash page. I really want you to join me. I have some in Incredible speakers, some of my former students that are doing big things in the world. So much goodness, so much free training. It's a free thing that you don't want to miss. All right, let's talk about control, trying to control the outcome. Everybody that I work with, even the ones that say, no, I'm not, I'm not trying. No, I, I know. I, I know I can't control the, I know I can't do that. Yeah. Well, you're doing it. I hear it in your voice. So we need to talk about this because control is an illusion. Now controlling the outcome is an illusion because here's the thing. You can't make me like you. You can't make, you can't control what I'm going to do. You can't control me buying from you. You can't control me liking you. But the world teaches us that you can. This is my biggest beef with sales training. And this is why my work runs, sometimes will run contradictory to sales trainers because they want you to get them in the outcome, drive to the outcome, go be in the outcome. We can tell when you're in the outcome and there's a disconnect because you're there. We don't even know where there is, but, but this is really about 
control and and why you are trying to control. And and really the truth of the matter is, is you're trying to control because you think you're not going to get what you want. So we want to believe that we can control the outcome. And we miss the opportunity for what we can control, which is to control the conversation by how we make people feel. So people are controlling the outcome by thinking about what people are thinking about. They're thinking about, I wonder if they're going to buy from me. Thinking about, I don't know if they can afford me. Thinking about, what are they thinking about me? Do they like me? Am I doing a good job? This comes up daily. This conversation comes up daily here at Captivate the Room. And I work with a lot of people every day. Control is an illusion. If you're trying to control the outcome. And I gave an example the other day. I had a group recently where someone had, we'll just say, had a really hard time with me. That's code for flipped out on me. And I knew it wasn't about me. And I I gave the example to someone, I said, you were in the group where you saw that happen. And that was a perfect example of the way I show up for every group, which is, I just act like you like me. And some of my people laugh at me because they're, they're, I just show up like you like me. I said, that person didn't like me. That was real obvious, wasn't it? It doesn't change who I am. I'm not going to come in being something different because I know you don't like me or I've decided you don't like me and I want to control whether you like me or not. So I'm going to act different. I'm going to let you do something different so that I can control the outcome. Because it's uncomfortable when people are upset with you because I don't like conflict because all because I want people to like me. That's the biggest. Well, here's the thing. Everybody's not going to like you. Everybody's not going to buy from you. Everybody's not going to respect you. Uh, It's just, you cannot control that. And so to take it back to that story, I said, you know, how do I want to enter the scene? What do I want? Well, sure, I want everybody to like me. Why wouldn't I? But I'm not trying to control that because I can look you right in the eye and I can say, do you like me? And you go, yeah, and I know you're lying. If we want to know what people are thinking, we have to ask them. But the bottom line is they could lie. You have no control of what people are going to do. How many times have you had a conversation with somebody and you thought for sure they were going to buy from you and then you never heard from them again? How many times have you been in a, a sales situation? And I just had one of these recently where they were pitching this great, all these things, we're going to do this. And they're really wooing me. And then after the buy, never heard from them. We can't control the outcome. We can desire an outcome, but we can only control the experience that we create for people. And yet nobody's in the now, everybody's in the outcome or the past. 
thinking about judgment, thinking about what people are thinking about, thinking about, I've already had a negative experience with this person. So then you're braced and tentative and, and you're trying to change the outcome because you don't want them to yell at you again. Well, you've missed the opportunity. You're becoming, you're being what you think the world wants you to be. If I do this, then I'll get what I want. If I be this, then I'll get what I want. And I want to know why you don't just work from act as if the outcome's yours. And from a voice perspective, what happens in act as if the outcome is yours. Now, I'm not saying be an actor. You can be an actor if you want. And this may feel really Pollyanna to you, but it's not. Because if I go into something, well, I guess y'all like me. Well, I just think it's going to work out. There's no weight on my voice. But if I think you're going to be really difficult and I come into the conversation like this, do you feel the difference in that? I've got some heaviness and I'm going to create a different experience because I'm strong arming you and I'm trying to control an outcome. I can't. Now, the choice I made in that control created a grip in my voice that's going to keep you out. If my fist is closed, nothing can get in it. And that's what's happening when we're trying to control an outcome. That's a very tentacles out move. I'm out there. I'm going to be this so I can get that. And even believing that we can control people is an illusion. You know, my mother... And I've talked a little bit here and there about my mother and I loved her dearly, but she was very controlling. But she couldn't control me. She was controlling with me. She wasn't as controlling with my siblings, but she was really controlling with me. She couldn't control me because I always found a way to do what I wanted to do because I was just that stubborn and just that rebellious. But yet we continue to try different tactics to control people when really what we need to do is just speak from our heart, reveal how we feel and create the experience in the moment with the people that we're talking to, to make them want to do what we want them to do, not because we controlled them into it. And it never works that way. Whenever I've let somebody control the outcome around something, it was always a train wreck. And I always regretted it. I don't know if my people pleasers try to control the outcome more. I don't know. I would have to look at the data on that. But you can't. You have to speak from, from your heart. What do you need and want to say? This is the biggest problem with people getting tripped up in the words. Everybody that comes here, they're trying to get the words right. I can hear it. It's the first thing I tell them. Why are they trying to get the words right? Because then they can control whether you think they're smart or not. And every single time I take people off of trying to get the words right, then they have the best words. When they're not working from, if I say these words right, I'm going to, you're going to think I sound professional. If I get these words right, you're going to buy from me. If I get these words right, then I'm good enough. You are always good enough. You need to speak from your heart and trust that the outcome is yours. 
Does that mean you get everything you want? No, no, but you get a whole lot of it. In fact, you probably get a whole lot more. I think sales conversations are really funny because the way I do sales is so totally radically different than what everybody else does. It's not even sales. It's a conversation. It's a conversation where I'm sharing with you what I can do for you and where I think you're going to run into pitfalls. And then I let it go and walk away. Well, I mean, there's a little bit more to it than that, but I just watch people ask these questions that they're not connected to and commit to things that don't align with who they are. They, they strong arm people or they, I mean, manipulate bad motives And then they have to work twice as hard. You know how you control the outcome? Well, you don't. You do a really great job. You really reveal who you are. You create consistency by showing up as that best version of you all the time so that I always know what I'm going to get with you. You work from... What's the experience I want this person to have? Because if I can create a great experience for them, they're going to want to work with me. They're going to want to come back. They're going to want to hang around. Instead of let me strong arm and manipulate and lie to get them where I want them to be. And if you think people aren't doing that, I have people do that to me on the regular. I think a lot of the Well, this is going to make everybody mad if I say it, but I can't control that. I think a lot of the problems that people have in business is around this. Let me control you to get you to buy from me, but then I'm not going to really deliver because I'm going to have to work on the next sale. I have seen this happen so many times. It, it really makes me sick. And I have fallen for it a number of times. Oh, it's going to be this incredible thing. And, and we're going to do this. And we're going to do that. And wooing and wooing and wooing and wooing. And then there was this sales guy I hired out of Australia. And it was, I mean, it was really great. I was really excited. And then literally when it came time for the deliverable, it was always something. Oh, I cut my finger. I couldn't type. Oh, my wife had me go down and clean out the basement at the church. Couldn't deliver. But wanted to control the outcome of getting the sale. You want a referral business? Deliver an incredible product. Over-deliver. Be of integrity. Let people hear in your voice who you actually are. Let them hear your confidence. Let them hear you command the space. Own what you have to say. Reveal the best version of you. Because you can't control the outcome. And if you try, then it's always going to end up being a bad deal for you. There are so many tricks of the subconscious around this trying to control the outcome, making you believe you can, making you believe if you get it right, But I'll tell you something, all that noise over and over and over and over and over in your head, playing all of that noise and being in the future of all that noise and and all that, well, I got to get them to like me. And if they like me, that is crushing you. And it's lies of the mind. 
thinking about what I'm thinking about in order to control the outcome that you and get the outcome you want is, is costing you that outcome. So one of the things we have to do is we have to get okay with they don't like us. We have to get okay with surrender. I've got to surrender this. I'm not saying don't put the effort into the sale. I'm not saying don't put the effort into the relationship. But I see my people with the death grip on the outcome that they cannot control. You have to surrender what you want. And when you surrender that outcome and stop forcing me to it, dragging me like a mule in the ground, chances are good you're going to get what you want because the grip's going to be gone in your voice. The the weight is going to be off your voice. You're going to have space to really show me who you are, to really be in the conversation and create a flow and, and reveal the best version of you. And you've got to get comfortable in the uncomfortable of the present time and the reveal of you, because that's really the only way you can control the conversation. I can control the conversation by making you feel what it's like to be with me, working with me, the experience that I can create for you. One of the things that I talk to a lot of my students about is there's always an intention of several things that I want to create when when I meet you. And I was working with one of my clients the other day and we were having this conversation and I told her I wanted her to think about, okay, what are the three things that you want me to experience when I meet you? Sales call, video, whatever it is, where I go, ooh, yeah. And she said, I don't know, I've got to think about that. And I said, well, I'll tell you what mine are just to give you some food for thought. Because when I talk about feeling, it's way beyond happy, sad, mad, glad. What I want people to feel when they first meet me, and that might even be you when you first listen to this podcast and you never may meet me in real life. First, I want you to feel like you've known me your whole life. Why? So that you feel safe, which is number two, to make you feel safe. Like I'm not going to ever throw you under the bus, that I'm, I'm direct, but that I've got your back and I'm your greatest champion, which is leads me to number three, which is I want you to know I know what I'm talking about and I'm going to get you results. And so if I create that experience, it inclines people to want that, to want what I'm offering, to want to be with me or not? And do I really want the people that don't want this experience? Well, no, I don't, because this is not the same experience as typical voice coaching. This is not the same experience as Toastmasters. It's not. That may be, that's maybe not even what those people are looking for. I want them to know what this is, and I reveal it in my voice. That I can control. I can control how I show up. And if I deliver the best version of me, I cannot control what you do with it. And so if you're not where you want to be, if you're not getting the outcomes that you want, if things aren't working out, 
if you're bringing in non-ideal clients, if you're bringing in no clients, if your relationships never seem to work out, chances are good you're trying to control the outcome. And you need to stop. It's time to start controlling the conversation by the way you make me feel. How do you even want me to feel? I want the best version of you. I want the full experience of you. It's not about getting the words right so you can control whether I think you know enough. So think about that. Think about where you're trying to control. Catch yourself trying to control. And stop. Get in the present. Speak from your heart. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up. I hope I see you in the big event, the Selling Through Voice show. I believe in the show notes are listed all the amazing speakers. And of course, if you're on my email list, you're going to be hearing all about it for a couple of weeks. But I'd love for you to come. I'm very excited about my first. This is my first online live event. I may do a real life live event at some point. Wouldn't that be cool? But I'm so honored to have the speakers that I have. And it does, you don't have to be, it's not just for entrepreneurs. It's for everybody. Everybody who wants to learn more about influence and persuasion, selling, using your voice in big, bold ways, because the people that are speaking in this summit are. So links in the show notes, sellingthroughvoiceshow.com forward slash opt-in dash page. I hope to see you there and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.